Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Bedpost Podcast. I, of course, am your host, Aaron Pym. And what I like to do here on the pod is bring fun and sexy guests into the studio to talk about sex and sexuality with me. And oh boy, it is a really exciting episode. Okay, you might sense a different vibe if you're just listening to the audio. However, it's not just audio today, it's fucking video. It's fucking video. Sonar Studios has a studio again, a brick and mortar studio. I'm going to be in here once a month. And this is my very first episode back in the Sonar Studios. And who do you think my guest is? It might be it might be my little bestie, (laughs) big bestie, tall bestie, (laughs) little bestie is Freya, little bestie, tall bestie is Chloe. Hi, (laughs) it's you. It's me. It's Miss Chloe Mars, everybody. Hey, hi. Yeah. Hi, Lady Pam. Hi. How Lovely. are you? I can touch you. I can here. touch you. Look at us holding hands. We're in a cute room. I love it. There's it's some adorable. lights. Twinkle lights. You're wearing pink us. pants. Oh, yeah. I'm wearing <laughs> pink pants. It's great. So what we thought for this, you've been on the pod several times at this I point. Have, yeah. Several, several many times. And Ooh. we thought it was time for a Q&A. Oh, big time. We thought it would be fun to, you know, appeal to the people on Twitter and the people on Instagram. And I literally, literally brought a hat, <laughs> printed out the questions. It took a lot longer than usual. I'm disabled. We love a visual, though. <laughs> it took me so long to cut them out. Oh Good job. Oh, my God. So you there, let me, you know, you know, there's so many questions, too. So we are going to do our fucking best. Let's do it. <laughs> Rapid fire, baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I posted a cute little video of us and I was like, what do you guys want to yeah. know about us? I just well, phrased I, it like uh, that. Yeah. Speaking of tall, too, one of the uh, things I just saw actually before I came in was like, how tall is she? She looks tall. It's I'm in, like, it's in the hat. It's in here. <laughs> plastered everywhere. It's kind of my bread and butter. It's but the it's first fine. thing in your bio. I think it's a six foot pro dom. Yeah, I have it in every bio. <laughs> every bio. <laughs> Everywhere. Anyways, hey, doesn't I printed matter. Out every qu- everyone except two. Two were inappropriate. Maybe a little, but, yeah, a little jack off question. Yeah. Okay. You know, All righty. Will you do the honors, Miss Chloe Mars? I would love to. Oh Yay. my god, I'm so excited. Okay, here's yep. our question number one. This is from Dylan D. How do you feel about clients topping from the bottom? Does that happen frequently, and does it bother you? Great question. So um, I guess what I'll say is, yes, it does happen sometimes. I don't know about frequently for me, but sometimes. And do I like it? No, absolutely not. <laughs> uh, I really hate it. <laughs> it's There are certain, like, 
bratting is a totally different thing, right? And that can be yes. a lot of fun. But topping from the bottom, when somebody is trying to orchestrate your every move or every sort of nuanced thing that you're doing, they're trying to change that maybe. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. But you you continue. I just I will just say short answer, no. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I want to make it clear that both of us, of course, welcome the person who's playing the submissive role or the bottom role telling us all the information of all they want, what they want to do oh, and all of that stuff and speaking up in the scene if yes. they're uncomfortable with something or they need to adjust something slightly. Yeah. Of course, we're always open to stuff like that. I think the phrase topping from the bottom kind of gets a bad rap like and it and it makes bottoms client submissives feel like they shouldn't speak up and that's not what we're saying. You should speak up absolutely. Yes. The phrase topping from the bottom what it actually means is like that thing you said of like trying to dictate every moment of the scene, mm -hmm. trying to really control every moment rather than letting us do our job. Yeah, absolutely. It just yeah. kind of gets annoying. It's yeah. it's like no, you know what kind of speaks through with that is that the person isn't really willing to submit, isn't mm -hmm. really able to be vulnerable. And maybe that's something that we need to work on with that person. But if they're coming in from a place of actually wanting to be in the dominant role, but coming in as a submissive, yes. that's a whole different story. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I like to set that straight in negotiation. I'm like, yeah. okay, you know, this is what this is going to look like. Yes. Pretty much. I'm like, you're going to tell me all the things you want to do. And then it's up to me when I will do them how yeah, we'll yeah. go into those activities and come out. That's all up to me once we're in the Absolutely. scene. Um, yeah. yeah. And, and like yeah. You're saying, different than advocating for yourself. Way different. different. Yes. Okay. Great okay. question, though. Thanks, Dylan. <clears throat> go ahead. Oh, me now? Great. Yeah, I'll okay. hold the hat. Okay. This is from Greg K. Can you speak about some of the favorite scenes or sessions with couples mm. that you have done? What made them great? Okay. I like that. Well, okay. Well, I'll just start by saying um, one that I can kind of remember was just a little mini scene, actually, at a um, at a private party that we were sort of helping facilitate. And we had a excellent couple that was there and we had one person up on the cross and we had the other person um I believe assisting you so yes. I went behind the cross and was sort of like sweet talking into this person's ears and just like soothing them while they were getting flogged, flogged by their partner by and, and by their partner. Lady Pam so I thought that was just a cute little example but you yeah. you go you have probably a bit more fleshed out answer for this one I mean I I, I love this question because those are some of my absolute favorite sessions I know with couples, they right? Are. Like couples, oh my fucking God. Um, yeah. And actually, I got to play with that couple in a session at RC as well. So we did that. have a more fleshed out scene together, which was fabulous. But yeah, um, I just love to see their love. I, know. I don't know. Like, even if like a provider and their client comes in, like an independent provider. Oh, yeah. I love to see their dynamic, what they got going on and how I can kind of fit in. Absolutely. Into that. It's always really I, I it feels intimate to me for yeah. them to let me in on their relationship, whether it's a professional relationship again or mm. their partner's lifestyle. I'm just like, if I feel so grateful and kind of touched. Yeah. No, it's an honor. It actually is. It's really nice to be led into somebody's intimate life like that. Yeah. Yeah. And man couples are sexy. Yeah. No, for real. Also, I was just thinking, you know what I've never had before, but I think would be actually kind of cool is like, 
you don't have to be a couple to come as a pair. If you have a friend, you have a fuck buddy, you have like even just a bestie and you guys want to play around or learn some stuff. That would just be so fun, I think. I fucking love that idea. Ooh. Hell yeah. You don't Put have to be a couple to be a couple. Yeah. yeah. No way. Okay. All right. Oh, My turn. turn. Yeah. Like pass the hat to pass you. Pass the hat. Okay. This one is from Ottawa Guy Dave. Do you both like conducting forced by with a male sub and another alpha? I don't get the opportunity to do that much, honestly. Yeah. But I do love that. I do too. Yeah. And and honestly, if you just make the inquiry, we'll figure out, you know, a male yeah. provider that can come in and play that yeah. role, that alpha quote unquote role. Yeah. There are lots of awesome male providers in the city. Mm-hmm. Um, Kinky male providers. Yeah. Queer absolutely. male providers. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So like, honestly, I've only done that a few times in my many years doing this but I'm really open to doing more in the future and like yeah we'll find a great male provider for you so like Mm -hmm. just make the inquiry and we'll set it up yeah exactly as long as you're open-minded and I don't know I think that uh, I love it yeah yeah absolutely question answered yeah, done. Done. We have so many. Oh my we, god. We don't have a novel. We don't have to do a novel yeah. for each one. <laughs> okay. Yeah, some of these are going to be more rapid fire. Okay. So this is from Derek Rank. Mm-hmm. Is it commonplace for some ladies to be lifestyle dom and pro dom both at the same time, or is it usually just one or the other depending on the circumstances? I mean, yeah, common and not common. You can be a dom in your yeah. life and a dom professionally. Yeah. Like we don't have the data on all the doms no. in the world to know. <laughs> You know how common or uncommon it is, but like we know lots of folks that do both. We know lots of folks that just do one. Yeah, um, I do both. Yeah, I do both as well. Yeah. So it's like exactly how they said in their question. Depending yeah. on the circumstances, it could literally look like anything. Yeah, they could do not not do any kinky play in their uh, personal life, absolutely, and then be a kinky provider. Like who knows? It could be a bottom in their personal life and dominate in their in their professional life. Right? Absolutely, freaking lutely. Yeah. 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 Okay. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Okay. All righty. This one is from Natalie K. Uh-huh. Do you like kidnap role plays? If so, can you please elaborate on what appeals to you about them? Hmm. So the answer again is is short answer is yes. I, <laughs> short answer is absolutely. Yeah, no. Short answer is yes. I do love a kidnap role play. Mm-hmm. Um, I love CNC. Yeah, yeah. I do. Um, what makes it uh, enjoyable? I don't know. I think that has to do about the negotiation part. To be honest, because once you've figured out what the scene is going to look like can really just like sink in you can get into that kidnapper or whatever type of role that you're playing because you know already that it's all it's all good with the other person and so you can I don't know it gives, you can explore the darker stuff that's what I'm saying you got yeah. it yeah. you can go there if you have that foundation of trust and exactly. rapport kind of building and negotiation mm-hmm. and then you can go to like this twisty place together exactly that's really special and like I think so too plus like just every once in a while it's nice to just let loose and just fucking like be mean yeah 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 or like just you know body somebody or just you know bully, <laughs> bully. all of the above all of it yeah, yeah you go I love role play so like yeah, anytime I get to inhabit a role that um, is manipulative, mm-hmm. is kind of like that 
quiet version of CNC. Yeah. It's like that that kind of I like to do this in like if I play a mommy or mommy adjacent role also mm-hmm. that is kind of this like kind of twisted manipulation that's kind of sweet on the surface. You can trust me. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. You don't want to make mommy sad, do you? No. Yeah. Like all that. And that's that's dark stuff. Yeah. But no, that's like more it's psychological. So, yeah. But it's so fun to explore. Right. So like kidnap is, you know, similar as you get to play this just evil, just evil personification of evil mm-hmm. for one for once in a while you know it's fun to go there yeah yeah, yeah it is yeah. <laughs> okay okie doke your Let's turn see. okay would you ever consider being a switch or getting tied up in a scene under any circumstance in my personal life sure in my professional life no yes yeah same and yeah somebody wanted to do a rope class was it you did we talk about ropey something? Oh, Where yeah, I was like, I'll bottom like, for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I know it's just, I like, suck at rope. Can I'm you know be my model. I want to practice a little bit. Do you mind? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, I'll bottom for you. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> for client and different mm, story. But yeah, yeah, not so much. But yeah, yeah. Many of us are switchy in our personal lives. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> this is from Lil Gay Monster. Lil Gay Monster. Outside of kink. What are some of your hobbies? Great question. No, yeah. somebody recently, um, I saw a tweet of like, they're like, they're a sex worker and they mm-hmm. wanted to have exclusively sex workers as guests on, they want to start a podcast mm-hmm. and they were like, I want to never talk about sex work. Oh, really? On the podcast. How come? I want to talk about everything, but, you know, so I like don't know. What? I was just like, that's a cool concept because... Yeah, usually when you get sex workers, like myself included, a lot of the media I create, it's about sex work. And it's like, that might be cool just to be like, oh, no, these are full, real people. I could talk about other shit on on this podcast as well. Humanizing people. But yeah, it would maybe do some work to humanize. Yeah. Yeah. And also, I get it. Burn it. You can burn out of a topic. That We don't always, always want to talk about our job. You know what I mean? But like. We have a pretty good job to talk we have about. Great, so. Yeah, we have a pretty interesting and amazing job. But yeah, it can be that thing at parties too of like anytime you're like, mm. oh, well, I'm a dominatrix. They're like, oh, my God. They're like suddenly they just, yeah. you know, they want to immediately. They want to. Can I ask you a question? It's like, mm-hmm. oh, God. Right. Yeah. So that can happen. But so I Your like hobbies. this question. What are hobbies outside of sex work? Yeah. yeah. You tell me. Okay, so pre-hand injury. Yeah. <laughs> I love to sew. athletic girly, too. Athletic girly, yeah. I play basketball once a week. Um, volleyball I'm fucking in love with as well. I love arts and crafts type stuff. Like, I love sewing. Um, and uh, I love art as well. Mm-hmm. Like, I love painting. I love photography, too. I love stuff like that. Um, if you haven't seen any of Lady Pym's stuff, she is quite the seamstress, quite the artiste, mm-hmm. quite the creative mind. I'm always so impressed. But anyway, you're so sweet. How about you? How about hype you up? How um, about you though? How about you though? You, so nothing. <laughs> no, I'm. <laughs> um, no, I'm also a very crafty person. Yeah. Um, I recently started taking up stained glass. Yes. So that's pretty cool, actually. Stained glass is one of my um, hobbies that I'm just sort of getting into and working on. You know, crafting my skills and whatever else. So there's that. <laughs> so does that dot 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 <laughs> oh honestly I won't go into this right now because it's not the time to but mm. I do on the side like I do create websites I do digital design and yeah. I have to say and you're fucking amazing at it 
okay? But it's because it's a labor of love. It's a hobby for me too, right? Like when I'm doing it, it's sort of the way I feel like when I'm doming. It's like I'm here, I'm working, but I'm really enjoying myself. Mm -hmm. I, I find the exact same thing. So maybe it's not a hobby because I technically make money off of it, but I would do it either way like I just I love it so yeah hobby yeah, yeah. I, I was gonna say that if you weren't gonna say that about you yeah. I'm like have we mentioned graphic design web design but yeah I'm glad you said that. okay okie doke let's see here okay. okay you're reading the next Fet King wants to know how does working oh this is for you and I love this question how okay. does working with people with disabilities change the type of play you do okay um okay I guess I can't say anything in specific because it's just the same as playing with anybody else. You're tailoring the scene to them. Regardless if you disclose a disability to me or not, I'm asking you, like, what body are you showing up in today? Did you, like, do you have any current injuries? Is there anywhere on your body that doesn't, you know, like feeling touched in or whatever? How is this that different than negotiating with somebody with a disability? Exactly. The only thing that I will say with certain physical disabilities, and I guess in general it could be any, um, sometimes a consultation is really helpful. So, um, you know, booking a little extra time or booking an additional session or just knowing that we're working maybe at a slower pace that needs maybe some adjustments along the way. The type of play honestly doesn't have to change. It's just what can make that play accessible. So it might just be different tools, implements, props, positions. Uh, positions. We might fuck with the lighting. We might, you know, whatever it is. But sometimes, and I know we've chatted about this before, but sometimes it can be really fun to incorporate your disability into the scene as like, I don't know, a cool part. So... I'll give just a really quick example is that I did have a client with cerebral palsy, did shake, and they wanted to be objectified and humiliated um, and wanted their disability to be part of that, which actually gave me pause to begin. I, I didn't know really how to approach it, but we got to a really interesting place that because the body is a bit more shaky and it reminded me of a vibrator. So we, we dehumanized him to, you know what, you're just a toy for me to use. Yeah. Right. So we can actually Vibrating get a toy actually. Exactly. <laughs> so anyway, we can get, we can get even more creative with stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and the last thing I'll just add is again, some people have assistants or support workers or caregivers it can be really beneficial if you have one of those folks in your life to make sure if possible I know it's limited but that they're a sex positive person because they can actually be part of the scene they can help with the adjustments and the body movements things like that so um, having a sex positive support person if you do need that help uh, I think that's actually pretty great. Yeah, that'd be ideal. Yeah. yeah. In an ideal world, right? In an ideal world. Yeah. It exists. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Used to be one myself. Yes, <laughs> so, there you but go. But yes, yeah. So that's, I guess, my short answer. Awesome. Short, long answer. Short, long answer. Loved okay. it. Yes. All righty. Okay. So. Oh, you're reading two in a row. Go for it. Am I? Oh, no. Here. <laughs> You don't get to choose. No, I have to do a new one. Do a new one. I'm not going to choose. Okay. Okay. This one is from Shy Boy. 
might be sort of basic, but what are some of your all-time favorite role plays you've done with somebody? That's a great question. That's not a basic question. Especially for me, I love role plays. You're the role play queen, too. Um, Together or separate? We've done some role plays together. We've done role plays separately. This is true. Okay, since we're both here together, yeah, I'm going to talk about one that was so fun, and we did it with also Shahrazad. Oh, my God, yes. So was the, there was the three of us, and it was like this yeah. twisted, again, with like the darker role plays. It was like, yeah, the this twisted family. Yes. I very got taboo <laughs> Very role play. taboo role play, yes. But as people know, anybody that's been on any porn channel, <laughs> it's in demand. People enjoy it. Um, <laughs> we're here for it. We're here and we're here for it. So I was the older sister. You were, yes. yes. Teen, teen sister. Yeah. I was like the teen sister that was like the golden child, kind of. Yes. So I got to be kind of a bit of a brat, but like this... Um, just the entitlement of her. And like that was a fun, really fun space for me to play in. The sibling whose accomplishments could never be met by the other sibling. Yeah. And then the younger sibling, the person playing the younger sibling was the client. So yes. it was like the comparison between myself and the client. Right. So you Where were I sister. Was perfect. You were yeah. perfect sister. You were mommy's angel. Yeah. My favorite child. Oh, I was mommy, obviously. Charizard <laughs> was daddy. Yeah, obviously. obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Which also was just like hilarious. I love seeing Charizard do role play. Yeah, personally. it was amazing. So good. Yeah. And we she would bring out, <laughs> at one point, sorry, they brought out a pair of nipple clamps and were like, Look what I found in your grandmother's like a uh, jewelry box that she passed down to you through generations. This is Shaw, <laughs> like bringing, bringing this gold nipple clamps and being like, "You're so lucky that your grandmother wanted to pass this down to you." Oh like we just kind of got a bit silly. At one point in the scene, I think I told Shaw, "Happy anniversary, darling." <laughs> They're like, okay, happy anniversary. <laughs> like, and to you. And to you. <laughs> and unto you. Yes. Yeah. But it was one. a cute scene. I was like very coddling and being like, oh my goodness, my baby is has really like, I must have dropped the ball. Because as her mother, she has she's coming up short. She's a disappointment. Oh, yes. But like, it's my fault. I coddled my baby for way too long. And then daddy is the disciplinarian. Yeah. The Toritarian yes. figure. Yes. And then I got to be a bratty top, which is like where I live. So I, I was exactly. very pleased. We're like, H has nothing to do with this. This yeah, is just who I am. This is just me in the scene right now. <laughs> yeah, that was a good one, though. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, I think that's a good answer. Yeah. Okay, great. Okay, your turn to pick. Okay, let's have a look here. Mm-hmm. This is from Best Efforts. Okay. And the question is, which nurse was voted most likely to have their license revoked at the MedFed Academy this year? You. <laughs> Okay, you because of our different like styles, right? And I know that you can, you're so versatile, truly. But except you're just, you're a bigger brat than I am. Yeah. I'm just yeah. like, let me, I'm going to just walk you through this procedure, blah, 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 blah. And you're just like, well, if I, I don't know, jab you in the wrong place, too Oopsie. bad. <laughs> yeah, I'm very oopsie doctor. Yeah. And I'm just like, there's nothing to worry about. I attended medical school for eight years. <laughs> 
we're in very good hands. And I'm like, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I just started yesterday. Yeah. And you're like, it's my I'm, first day on the job. And I'm bleeding it. Yeah. I'm bleeding the procedure. So, yes. So, it's me. It's, okay. it's definitely I agree. You. Okay, okay. Okay. I agree. Here we go. <laughs> How did you first get introduced to kink? Well, I can tell you my story. Yeah. I'll just power through it because I've said, I think I've told this story before. But anyways, um, porn. Um, And it was accidental. Um, You remember like, I don't know, back in the day, you used to download porn sometimes and you didn't really know what you're getting. Like the file is what it is, but it could be something else. It's just like when you download music on like LimeWire or something, Sometimes it was a different song. (laughs) Yeah. And so this was supposed to be like a femme scene. It was girl, girl girl yeah and I was like you know a very young person being like this feels comfortable you yeah, know like it's not a big porn. scary phallic whatever it felt approachable it ended up being a super intense bathroom fem- femdom scene <laughs> where two girls like fully dominated the third one so hot but as a 13 year old or a 12 year old just like, watching what? this I'm like what the, the fuck? fuck this is Okay. And turns out... This is dot, dot, dot. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) And then I'm like, okay, that's kind of interesting. And then I just continued to like obsessively think about it, like daydream about it. Mm -hmm. And I realized, okay, there's this other, there's this other avenue that you can go down. I believe on the um, OCP kink or off off the the cuffs. cuffs. Yeah. Yeah. They always ask, what's your radioactive spider bite into kink? Yeah. And that would be mine. Great. The origin story. The, the origin lore story of Ms. Chloe. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You didn't answer. Oh, I've told this story as well, but I think I, I take it back to like Barbies and like. Oh my God, of course. Scissoring. <laughs> no, I was like kidnapping. <laughs> Ken was kidnapping. No, Ken was kidnapping the Barbies no, and making them do. No, and tying them up not. And making them do humiliating things. I'm obsessed with this. I did not know this. Yeah. That's all once all, a perv, I'll always say. a perv. Okay. <laughs> that's intense. I, I also was... talked about that on Off the Cuffs. If anyone wants to just like yeah. take this moment to turn this off, go listen to our episodes of Off the Cuffs and then come back. You're we'll welcome to. Yeah. Or yeah, just yeah. do it after. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> the Bedpost Podcast is sponsored by Come As You Are. Founded as a worker-owned cooperative, Come As You Are has a fundamentally anti-capitalist and feminist approach to sexual pleasure, health, and education. Come As You Are doesn't profit from your pleasure and only stocks products that they truly love and believe in. Come As You Are has been voted best sex shop in Toronto since 1997. Check them out at comeasyouare.com or 254 Augusta Avenue in Toronto's own Kensington Market. We are also sponsored by Club M4 Toronto. Club M4 is the largest sexually charged lifestyle club in the GTA. And now you can go to their website, www.clubm4.com. If anything looks interesting and you want to check it out, head on down to Club M4 at 1989 Dundas Street, Mississauga. 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, okay. your turn. This is from Miak. <laughs> Miak. Look, look. Are you Me- two lovers? <laughs> yes. Please <laughs> answer. Yes. Who <laughs> belongs? No, not technically, but you know. But, yeah. What is a queer friendship, anyways? That. You know, we are the, we'll just say we have a really close relationship. We, we love each that. other very much. Absolutely. And we're the best of friends. And we're very sexy. And we're very sexy. Sometimes we do sexy things together, just, you know. Yeah. So, anyways. Lovers, friends. Yep. We, we flirt a lot. That too. <laughs> okay, my turn. This one is from J. J zero. J something. J O J zero. What makes a good play partner to you, excluding the obvious of consent, hygiene, and fun? So, good play partner. Okay. I mean, excluding fun. Because <laughs> that my, that's my main thing. Yeah. I'm a playful dom. Right, of course. It sounds like somebody I, with a sense of humor. I need to have, that's so important to me. So yeah. to exclude fun, I'm like, huh, well, you know, all the things, I mean, more basic things like got to be respectful and got to be, got to have similar like consent practices, I think. Yes. You know. Except for consent. He said that too. Oh, God damn it. I know. Um, Get together. A good play partner. They got to make me work. Yeah, yeah. honestly, fun. banter is great for me. Mm-hmm. I love some banter in a scene. I don't like when the other person is totally quiet unless I've told them to be or unless we're doing something that needs silence. I've got an answer, actually. Yes. Yeah, say, go you, ahead. you inspired me to say somebody who's going to get embodied at least just a little bit. Yeah. you got to drop in. Like I do all this stuff at the top of the scene that's like grounding activities for us. Yeah. I'm not going to be in your body, right? So some people, you know, uh, fall into it more when we're doing that at the beginning and some people don't yeah you know yeah. I don't need you to be in a trance right no. and some people really go really some people go do deep. but like I don't need that from you but I yeah. need you to get a bit embodied off yes. the top and if you do that you know I will we're on the same page mm. and that's important to me yeah yeah there's some for me it's very similar it's about intentionality mm-hmm. I think somebody who's showing up to the to the scene with their like most authentic self Somebody who's not being performative, because then I can't read you. Mm -hmm. If you're just giving me moans and grunts or acting in a certain way that's not genuine, how how do I keep you safe? How do I enjoy myself without worrying? Or Mm -hmm. you can always tell. 
You yeah. can always tell when somebody <laughs> is is putting it on. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Not to say we don't like moans and groans and groans, because absolutely. No, no, give them all. I, I, I would prefer that. I would prefer yeah. that. Somebody yeah. who does give feedback and yeah. response. And That's part of being embodied, I think. Yes. Like you're, then you're, you're in your body, so then your body is doing things, like giving you know, body communication and mm-hmm. um, vocalizations, nonverbal vocalizations, yep. like moaning, yep. groaning. And, yeah. Absolutely. And that's all hot. Very. Very. Great. You or me? I, you. Me? Oh, uh, is me? It, you. Okay. This is from the servant Ezra. Okay. What qualities do you most like to see in a client? We kind of just answered that, didn't we? Yeah. Come into the space with an open mind. You don't have to be adventurous. You don't have to want to do everything. But just like, yeah, come in with an open mind with like, I don't know what, everything we just said. Yeah. And I've got something to add. Yeah. Do a bit of homework. Oh, my God. Don't show up and have no idea. And I get that some people truly do have no idea. But it's like, okay, but at least attempt to like think about a little bit before. Think of the three activities you'd like to Mm -hmm. explore. Think of maybe why you enjoy these activities. Yeah. Just at least do that much, I think. Exactly. Just do a little bit of homework. Just a bit. And like both Lady Pim and I have like FAQ pages. You can get to know us very easily. Yeah. Um, I love when people are like, I listened to your podcast and I heard you talking about this or whatever. Like that's always really nice. Yeah, that can be part of the homework. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. I I love hearing that too. Get to know me as a dom because I'm might just ask you why do you pick me why are you here yeah. I do like to ask people that every I once in too. a while and like so what made you book what made yeah. me, what made you book me yeah or you can just come prepared to tell me that on your own accord <laughs> you can just tell me all the good things about me you know yeah <laughs> okay anything else you wanted to say no I think that's we nailed it a little one okay one. how oh this is from typhoid and swan how did you get into your job uh-huh. Um, I think we've talked about this too. Just like yeah. for me, it was a really natural um, progression from lifestyle to professional. Uh-huh. And you being um, like my best friend, uh-huh. <laughs> you have been in the game a little longer than I have. Mm-hmm. And seeing you do your work and, you know, the way that was going for you was really inspiring and encouraging. Aww. So that was cool. Yeah. And for me, I was in like sex work adjacent jobs mm. a lot. Yeah. You know? Same with me. So was doing a lot of stuff like that. So it was really just kind of a natural progression for me to do this type of work also. So yeah. nobody was surprised when I told them what I what is, when I started to do domination work. Yeah. They're like, I thought you would have been doing that already. I'm like, wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I've had somebody that I told once and I was like, it's like kind of unconventional. And like, I don't I didn't know how they were going to respond. And when I said they were like, oh, yeah, of course you are. I, I thought this was going to be something like very weird. <laughs> Like you no, this we is good friends. Yeah, we what were lucky. Okay. Okay. This is from Danny Dodd, 1955. What is your favorite type of session? Oh, a duo. <laughs> yeah. Easy. Duh. Duo. Da-doy. Literally any type of play within a duo is perfect. Yeah. Trio even better. Just yeah, putting it out there. Yeah. Trio. <laughs> book the trio. We always say book the book duo. the duo. But like book, book the, the trio. trio. We were just talking about that. Me, you and Shaw. And that was an epic scene. It was like a three hour role play. Yeah. So, and it's one of our most memorable ones. So yeah. you want to be memorable? Yeah. You want to be memorable? Book the trio. Book the trio. There's so many dominants at Ritual Chamber to choose from. Truly. Um. Anyways. Yes. Pour vous. Yeah. Bum, bum, bum. Okay, a little longer one here. This is from Derek Rank. 
does it matter much if a client you see is good looking or not? We all know that people are all different um, in looks and sizes and shapes. But if a client is good looking, is that just like the icing on the cake? I mean, yes. But <laughs> what we find good looking is so subjective. Absolutely. Right. Like that thing happens with clients for me where I'm like during negotiation, I find something really that I really like about you usually mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. and again it could be looks could be your the way you're talking it could be something you're talking about some like little tidbit in your life some little insight I have anything that suddenly yeah. I'm like oh I like you yeah okay this is gonna be good you know yeah and you know of course we want of course it, of course it amplifies the session to like the person sure of course so you know does that always happen Realistically, no, it doesn't. Sometimes it's like, oh boy, okay, this might be tough with the information they're giving me and maybe the energy they're giving me. I'm kind of like, okay, I hope I can do the thing to today. The thing. Yeah. But like, there's usually more, what's more common is there's usually something that I'm like, oh, I see you. Okay, yes. let's do this. Yeah. I have a very similar answer. It's like, I find, I, first of all, no, I don't, I don't care. Um, what yeah. you look like. No expectations, no personal desires here. Um, no. My just, favorite, all my favorite clients when I think of them, like, are they conventionally attractive? No. Honestly, no, they're not. No. Yeah. Yeah. And so um, I like to also tell people that there's always something to connect over, right? Mm -hmm. There's always something that you can find in somebody, like you just said. And I always tell my clients, like, I don't do anything I don't want to do. Mm -hmm. So if I'm doing something with you, it means I'm finding joy in it. Mm -hmm. I'm not even seeing you as like attractive or not in that space. Mm -hmm. We are in this like DS zone and you are just mine and I'm adoring you in that space, truly. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, like if somebody that walks in the door and you're you have an attraction to them well we fucking yahtzee yeah, like yeah right. great yeah, we're not gonna say that doesn't happen also no we open the door and we're like whoa yeah there has been a few for me whoa. i had to come fan myself <laughs> off in the bedroom being like oh, oh my god shit. okay get it together chloe <laughs> get it together yeah man. put on your big yeah. bad dom face make it happen <laughs> yeah, i'm just exactly. sweating <laughs> okay this is one is from little gay monster have Again. you ever subbed or been sub leaning or have you always been dominant okay i think it's not a, a secret we're switches no yeah switches. so absolutely we we have done all of those things yeah. sure yeah i'm a top leaning switch you're bottom i'm leaning a bottom switch. leaning switch actually yeah. yeah so like i do i have bottomed i do bottom occasionally but my go-to default for most of my partnerships and play partners etc is is i'm the top yeah 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 but yes short the answer, answer is yes. yes short answer yes <laughs> Here we go. <clears throat> this one is from just, I just want to know what the spacing is here. Just when I was a gypsy guy, maybe? Yeah, when I, when I, <laughs> yeah, when I was typing it out, I also did not know. Okay. So. We're going to go with that. Um, what is your favorite? Oh, we kind of talked about this, but what was your favorite duo scenario? Do you prefer one mistress to take the lead? Can we have a duo memory that you've had together? Okay. Oh, sure. Let's answer that middle question. Do we uh, prefer one person to take yes. the lead? Because yeah. I think, yes, that works out better. Oftentimes. And oftentimes, I think. Yeah. It depends though, right? Like for me, if it's my client that I've seen individually, 
and then we're bringing in a second dominant to do a duo. I was just going to say that. I will automatically, and I think that's the way it goes. If it's your client, you kind of take the lead. Yeah. Um, but if it's a client that's coming in for the first time for both of you, it's usually we have like a quick chit chat between the dominants beforehand being like, okay, what does this look like? What are for you, you feeling? How are you feeling today? Do mm-hmm. you want me to kind of lead or do you want you do you want to take that role? It's, yeah. it's all negotiated. Yeah. You can switch it's, throughout the scene. Here are the activities I want to do. Here are the activities you feel comfortable doing. Yeah, I think it can also be like, you know, just from the form that we received, like the duo oh, we yeah. did recently, we we're looking at the form and we're like, who's feeling these activities more or who's mm-hmm. feeling this dynamic more? And that person would lead. Yeah. In those at, moments. Yeah. 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 So like for those activities, I'll be like, yeah, I'll um, I'm happy to kind of take the the um, secondary role, kind of. Yeah, I'll be the supporting role. Exactly. I'll pepper in, you know, here and there. I think um, that it also depends on the dynamic of the dominance, right? Like you and I too. doing looks different than me and somebody else doing because we know each other very well. It's really easy to swap places without even really communicating that. Yeah. We can just We've kind of dip together in a out. lot together. Yeah. So it's yeah. really easy. I think that's a really nice thing, actually, yeah. when you have a good dynamic with the other dominant becomes very easy but if it's your first time working with somebody some negotiation usually needs to take place yeah and then if they want a cute memory from that specific last duo we did together I loved Mm. it it was like you know a bit of a humiliating thing and we were being very rough with him and in the middle he just blurted out I'm sorry I'm just having so much fun (laughs) (laughs) yes yeah, he just like stopped seeing yeah, like just for a second. I'd be so like, sorry. I'm so I'm sorry. I'm just having the time of my life. <laughs> we were like, guess what? So are we. <laughs> we this is like, amazing. That was the cutest thing ever. It was really cute. Yeah. And when we discovered that he was ticklish and like oh, forget the it. tickles. Oh, my God. I was laughing so hard. Yeah, I think like one of my favorite things about that scene actually is how joyful it was, even yeah. though it, this was like a physical scene. Yeah, it was right? physically rough. We yeah. had our punching uh, bag. You know what I mean? Yeah. We we had our, our boxing gloves out. Yeah. We It was a full physical scene. Um, but it was just like the whole time we were just giggling yeah. and like having a great time. And like I think and that he was speak. too. Oh, yeah, we all were. It was yeah. great. Yeah, we all actually really kind of meshed and matched energy and all I thought that so. stuff. Yeah, we really got all on the same page pretty fast, I think. I think so too. And yeah, that speaks to that thing of like, I spoke about this at the Munch last night, this thing of like laughing in scenes mm. and like breaking character in scenes. And like, if that was our favorite moment when he broke character to be like, mm-hmm. oh my God, I'm just having so much fun. <laughs> and then you just go back to what you were doing. Like to be, that was our favorite moment in that scene. Oh, both so of us. So don't be afraid yeah. to like break character or laugh. Yeah. Or like give us feedback. It's nice. Like I really liked knowing that this person was having a great time and I'm like, okay, this is good information. We're going to keep going in this direction. Yeah. Because a lot of it was CNC. Yes. So it's sometimes hard to gauge. It can be because the reactions are acting reactions of like, no, oh my God. Yeah. Like screaming bloody murder. But you're like, okay, yes, this is what they want. It's good. It's everything's fine. But yeah, when you just stop and you're like, I just have to tell you, (laughs) this is amazing. So cute. Yeah. Adorable. Okay. Okie dokies. A little bit of a shorter one. Uh, this one is from E.J. Cullen. Favorite collaborative activity. Ooh. Mm. Okay. I mean, 
the go-to when there's a duo, I'm like, we're spit roasting, right? Obviously. We're spit roasting. Yeah. Because that's one you don't get to do unless there's, there's two, two people in the room that will do it. Yeah. So that's always the go-to. I yeah, think. yeah, I love that. Um, I love. I know this sounds like I can get a little messy, which I guess it can. But I, <laughs> if you're comfortable with it, I I like doing duo goldens. You I think do, you do like that. <laughs> I just find it so fun, and it's just like between the two of you, and you're like <laughs> pissing on somebody, and like. It's so hard sometimes to pee on command, right? Truly. You know this. Yes, absolutely. And when there's another person, at least you have somebody there struggling beside you being like, oh, my God. Okay, we we've got been this. there because we have been yeah, there. We've done this a few times. <laughs> we've been yeah. there where we're both like, just can't. Just can't. Yeah. We're like, OK, OK, focus. No, we're going to get it going. This. We're going to get it or like, and then one person gets going and I'm like, oh, thank God. Okay, thank God, now. Okay, now. And then they I'm finish easier. and I can do that at that point. I don't know. Anyways, I love a duo golden because it's just, I don't know, it's kind of silly. It's kind of fun. That's and it's also hot. Answer. Yeah, that's a really great okay, answer. Your turn. Okay. This is from Sub Invents. What experiences do you enjoy providing the most? What really makes you excited to pro-dom? Mm. That's like a very hard question to answer. Um, but like, I have had some really meaningful feedback given to me um, after scene mm -hmm. or like during aftercare mm -hmm. and times that like it has truly touched my heart where I have one time I cried in front of a client because their words just really touched me. Mm -hmm. And when somebody is so appreciative in those ways, um, it's like it is such an honor. It's such a gift to be able to facilitate that for them. Um, and I love it, feedback after the scene yeah. where, where they're just like, wow, I'm just. Yeah. My, my favorite, I don't, it's hard, but yeah, the stuff that gets me really excited is either a things that are very fun and exploratory and like, you know, fun, but otherwise I, I love, um, sort of curating a sense of intimacy where somebody feels very, very safe. Somebody feels very, very cared for um, and finds their submission through that. Yeah. Um, yeah, it sounds too tacky to be like, I like making a change in people's lives. <laughs> but, but like, it's really nice to know that like you impacted somebody in a positive way. So yeah. any session that ends like that, I would say is something that gets me really excited and that yeah. I really enjoy. You gave them something they needed in their life, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. Oftentimes I ask, I'm like, if they're interested in, you know, exploring in this way, like yeah. in negotiation, if I see them kind of talk about their personal life a bit and what they're lacking, I'm, I want to ask, like, what do you feel like you really need right now? Yes. What are you craving? Like, is yeah. it yeah. quiet? Is it mm. handing the keys over and just surrendering? Is it... That's nice. Something really creative and fun. Is it? Yeah. That's like, what, what are you really too. craving yeah. in your life right now? Mm -hmm. And then afterwards, like you said, getting that feedback of that was just what I needed. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck yes. Or like you opened up this new sort of sense of myself or whatever yeah. it might be. And you're Change just like, lives. damn, yeah. okay. We love this. Absolutely. Um, yeah. I will just add very quickly to that last one. Yeah. I love a crying scene. I love making people cry because it's like, again, I'll go back to this. I know I said it before, but it's, it, it's an honor. And it's like bringing somebody to the point where they can experience that sort of release is like so cool. Yeah. Um, and like, I don't know. 
the sadist in me kind of likes it too. I know. Yeah, <laughs> I've done crying scenes where like, yeah, somebody wants to have an emotional cry or somebody like... Mm. They need somebody, this cry beat out of them. Yes, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a sadistic kind of cry. Yeah. 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 And crying is just energy moving. Exactly. Right? Like it's like laughter in when somebody gets pain giggles, you yeah, know? Yeah, it's the or, same sometimes. Or a big scream when you, you yeah. know, get hit or something. An orgasm. Moaning, groaning, all that kind of sometimes stuff. Sometimes the, the energy just needs a release. Yeah, it needs to needs go to somewhere. Move. Sometimes it's crying. Sometimes it's laughing. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes it's whatever. Anyways. Yeah. Okay. Me? I... You. Me? You. Me. You. Mm. <laughs> okay. Oh, here's our guy. Uh, <laughs> she looks tall. How tall is there she? There it is. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> Six foot giantess. Like I said, kind of my bread and butter, plastered everywhere. How do you know everywhere. they're asking you? <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Five three and don't mind it. Uh, <laughs> she's got boots. It's okay. <laughs> Okay, McLeod7104 wants to know, has anyone tried to bring, bring drugs into a session? If so, how did you handle it? Okay, Interesting. well, in my personal life, I actually, outside of the dungeon, I do um, some forced intox. Mm -hmm. I think that certain substances, when used safely, of course, mm -hmm. um, can actually add to a scene. Mm -hmm. However... I do also say that in the dungeon space, um, if you show up too intoxicated to consent, it's I'm kicking no. you the fuck out. Yeah. And I'm keeping the money. I'm keeping the tribute. This is your fuck up. <laughs> and I'm keeping Literally, the money. if you don't, if you can't, if you can, if That's I cannot trust you to consent, whatever. That's on you. Yeah. You, yeah. if you're like, you know, you smoke weed, you, you, you know, whatever, mm. just don't be too stoned to consent. Cause I'm a stoner and I can tell. And like I will never be fucked up during a session. I'm always completely sober. Yeah. So yeah, that doesn't happen often, honestly. Yeah, where somebody tries to. Most people know the rules. Yes. Yeah. 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 Good question, though. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes Candy wants to know what is the most humiliating punishment you've made a sub do in public. Public. It's a no. It, I don't know. Yeah. No. Because that you know public scenes. Public scenes. Okay. The only way you can do kink responsibly and mm -hmm. ethically mm -hmm. it has to be completely discreet absolutely nobody looking yeah no onlookers can see what's happening for real what's happening like right? a chastity cage or a, a discreet collar or yeah, maybe collar. a protocol or something or a vibrator someone's wearing a vibrator like a vibrating yeah. panty or something the only public play i've done has been discreet so because yeah. i won't nobody else in the room consented to see you do this humiliating thing no so, you know, I, I suppose something can be humiliating still if no one can see it. Sure. The act of wearing a chastity cage. Yeah. But honestly, I don't do public play really. No. So I, I don't really even have an answer for no. that, I don't think. No. Yeah. No. Okay. A couple Ooh, more. We're almost okay. at the end. This is the second last question. All righty. Here we go. AI Tant. <laughs> or Altant. I thought this said AI Taint. 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 <laughs> AI Taint is a great... I mean, Great name. somebody scoop that handle. <laughs> do you bring this? Oh, well, this one's for you because mm -hmm. do you bring the sweetness of your TikToks into your dominance session? First of all, sweetness. First of all, sweetness. How okay. dare you? But uh, <laughs> you know what? Anybody that says how how um, kind I am, mm -hmm. I make them pay for it. Um, <laughs> 
I'm like, you're just so lovely and sweet. And you're like, like absolutely no. <laughs> That's yeah. me being a bratty topic. Exactly. Yeah. Can't take a compliment. Yes. I gotta use it against them somehow. Um, yeah, I absolutely do. I'm, yeah. you know, I think I exist um, as myself in my pro-dom space. I've mm-hmm. been doing it long enough that, you know, even for a couple of years, I wasn't completely. But at this point, the brand is me. The brand is just me. Exactly. So what you see on my socials, what you see on my TikTok, if I'm fun, if I'm funny, if I'm whatever, that's yeah. that's me. And that's how I you, exist in sessions as well. You have a very genuine online presence. And I would Thanks. say that comes through very clearly in your TikToks or just in videos in general. Yeah, yeah. Um, I can't say the things. I'm not on TikTok. However, um, my Instagram is a place where I sort of you get a, a true sense of just like the weirdo I am yeah you yeah. do all your graphic just like my silly graphic edits that are really cool <laughs> but you see those on the insta yeah 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 whenever I'm outside having a little joint or something I'm just fucking around on my phones yeah. why they all are so weird yeah. um <laughs> but yeah like it's for me too like yeah. when you meet me in person you won't be very surprised like I am kind of just who I am no you're like this in a session this is who well. I am yeah. yeah okay last <gasps> question take us home okay Greg K what okay. are your views or feelings about providers spending time with clients outside of sessions I don't know are they paying like is it a paid like outside of sessions do you mean just unpaid social dates time? like paid social dates that could mean I don't know I do a I paid know. social date yeah for sure I think yeah, that's same. no problem also if you have a client <laughs> sorry for those not watching Lady Fem has just put on the hat the hat it's we quite a chapeau <laughs> my goodness it's got like a feather on the side of it look. okay <laughs> take it off. <laughs> um, what were we talking about? I don't know. Providers do oh, what the fuck yeah, you want. Do whatever, do whatever you want. want. I like, don't have any feelings about what providers do. Yeah, like just do whatever you want. The only yeah. thing I would say is that like that is probably if it is unpaid time, that's shifting into more of a lifestyle dynamic. And some people and kind sometimes, of are like, okay, you pay for sessions, but there's lifestyle yeah, elements. And today you you're taking me shopping and dinner and spending a grand on me. Um, and we're not doing an hourly rate. Yeah. Maybe that's an option for some people. Or maybe you just like vibe with a client for some reason and you're like, mm, I don't know. Yeah. You never Accompany know. Accompany me to this party. Yeah. We'll do a little scene. I did that recently. Yeah. Yeah. So it can look lots of ways is the answer to that, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Do whatever you want. I don't care. <laughs> Miss Chloe Mars. Lady Pim. Miss Chloe Mars. Oh my God. <laughs> That hat, hat. Is too much. That I mean, it's, where, 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 where did you get this? Oh, it's a vintage hat, I think. My God, I just can't take you seriously with it on, with your little ponytail poking it up. In the I know book. it's the ponytail that makes it look insane. Um, okay, we did it. Oh my God, we did we it. We pretty much did that in the time allotted. I'm so excited. We, I, that was great. Yeah. That was a lot of fucking cues. Nailed it. Na, 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 nailed it. So, Miss Chloe Mars, yes. tell us where we can find you, follow you, book you, give you money. So, you can give me money in any way that you would like. Um, but my handle on Twitter, Instagram is just at Ms. Chloe Mars, and that is MS Ms, not Miss. Um, my website is chloemars.com. 
You can book me through the Ritual Chamber, but there's also a ton of booking links just anywhere you can find them um, on my website, on my profiles, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I also have my little uh, digital design services like what I was talking about before. Um, that is called Project Deimos because if you didn't know, that's one of Mars's moons. And so this is like my moonlight project. So Project Deimos and um, that is just projectdeimos.com. Fabulous. Yes. Yeah. If you don't know where to follow me, Follow me by now, folks. I don't know what to do with you. But at the Lady Pim one on Twitter, that's where I'm the most active. I'm on TikTok for some reason at the Lady Pim. Instagram, if you must follow me there, at the Lady Pim, at the Bedpost Podcast. Patreon, that's where you want to be. Okay. The Bedpost Show on Patreon. Uh, YouTube channel. This is our first one resurrecting the YouTube channel. So it's the Bed Post Show. If you want to see a fun little edit of the yeah. video footage from us being in the Sonar Studios. Oh my God. Today, go on over to the YouTube, the Bed Post Show. My YouTube debut. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. And then next month, I may as well announce the guest for yes. the next in studio guest, Goddess Freya Faye. No surprise there. No surprise there. <laughs> One bestie followed by the other. (laughs) Uh, I never like to go an episode without thanking the lovely lady who does all the original music for the podcast. She is Stephanie Copeland. You can find out all about her art and music at stephcopelandmusic.com. Ms. Chloe Mars, this has been fabulous. Always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. I feel like we always have to wrap with just a little. This voice. Are we? We're flirting again. (laughs) I think we ended the last one with are we flirting and fucking. And... (laughs) And yes, not with that hat on, though. (laughs) Why not? Um, Yeah, hope you enjoyed the episode, everyone. We'll see you next week with another fun and sexy guest here on the MedPost Podcast talking about sex and sexuality. Until then, get fucked, everybody. Goodbye. Bye. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. 